So how important are demos to your business success? And how good are you at delivering demos, particularly now that we're delivering them online? Well, here's some great ideas coming up in this podcast to help you deliver successful demos, particularly online, for your products and your services. You're listening to the Better Presentations More Sales podcast with Trevor Lee. Tune in each week for top tips and ideas to deliver in-person and online presentations, demos, sales pitches and webinars that will help grow your sales. And now, here's your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome everybody, this is Trevor Lee. This is episode 122. We're now called Better Presentations, More Sales. So this episode is all about sharing some tips and ideas with you around demos. Now, in business, products and service demos have been going on for years, haven't they, you know? And lots of them have been around people seeing face-to-face demos. But of course, now, now we're delivering a lot of demos online. And I've been working with a couple of people who've been having to adjust to online demos. So uh, I thought what would be really good to do on this podcast would be to share some of the experiences and things that we've talked about that will help you deliver really good demos online and will create success for you in doing that. And what you will notice is a lot of the stuff that you would do in person is kind of still there. But of course, there's a different way of delivering it. So we're going to also look at the technology as well. Here we go. I've got how many? Six top tips for you. All right. (laughs) So first tip, number one, and this applies to any presentation, any demo, any pitch that you're doing. Number one, you need to agree with yourself First up, what is the purpose of your demo of your demo? Why are you doing this product or service demo? What do you want the outcome to be? That's the fundamental thing that you need to nail down first. And as with most presentations, a lot of people forget that or you don't even think about what their purpose is and you know, they just do it, you know, or plan the presentation or the demo, whatever it is. So nail down your purpose, that will make a real difference to you. Number two is about your preparation. And it's not that's a that's a combination of uh, the kit that you're going to use and that sort of thing, as well as thinking through what's going to happen on the demo itself, so that you are prepared. So some of the things you know I always say to people is, okay, so what questions are you going to get asked by the people on the demo? What concerns are they going to have? What barriers might they throw up uh, that you know as as reasons for not particular you know going ahead with a purchase what are they going to say about price what questions are they going to ask you about price you know how much detail are they going to want to know about the price and I think it's really important to try and second guess everything that's going to happen in that demo and do your preparation around it so one of the things I often you know when I work with people on helping them with demos I say to them right let's get let's get all this gridded out so I've got a grid that I use for them so what are the concerns going to be? What are they going to, you know, what, what are they going to put up as a concern? Let's list all those questions. Let's try and work out what questions they're going to ask based on our previous experience and our knowledge of the customer. Because when you think about it, you know, a lot of the questions you get asked on the demo will be the same questions you get asked on previous demos or presentations, that sort of thing. In terms of prices, you know, don't, 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 you know, it could be that they want to do a deal there and then. So, you know, sales is all about momentum. So be prepared to do a deal there and then. Get your negotiating uh, grid out, if you like. I've got a framework I use for negotiations, and I, 
I put in there, you know, where I'm at, you know, the, the best possible, you know, position I want to be in terms of the price and where I'm prepared to go to, my fallback position and, and what, what things I can, you know, use as concessions and all that. So I've got a complete negotiating plan before I go on the call or do the demo. And I think it's really handy to do that. And one of the other things I would suggest is, uh, and I'm working with a client at the moment and we're doing this, is write the follow-up email before you go and do the demo. Because there are two good reasons for that. One is it will help you under, you know, get to grips with what you think is going to happen during the demo. And secondly, after you've done the demo, it will mean that you've probably got 80% of your follow-up email completed. You'll clearly need to tweak it and edit it. But it will mean that, you know, it will be impressive in your turnaround. You won't have to get back from the demo or get off the call from the demo and start from scratch. And, and you kind of feeling, you know, low on energy because you've put everything you've got into that demo. So that's number two is the preparation. Number three is your plan. And this is the kind of demo structure. And one of the things to think about here is if you're doing an online demo, it is going to be different in the way the structure works to if you're doing one face to face. Because I always think that a face-to-face demo, there's going to be more time at the beginning, having a cup of coffee and faffing around and, you know, and getting to know people. And that all disappears in an online demo. And also, you'll be taking stuff with you. You know, you might produce a brochure or you might show them something physical that they can pick up and touch. Uh, Whereas online, you're not going to be in a position to do that. Uh, You know, you can share screens with them, obviously, and that sort of stuff. So... Part of your planning is make sure that you maximise the technology that you've got available to you and get a feeling for what you know is going on at the other end as well. So uh, just check that you've got you know the, a good microphone so that they can hear you very clearly. You've got a decent internet connection, so it's not you're not going to wobble out on them during the demo. If you've got a second screen, that's really handy because when you're sharing screens, you can have everything preloaded on your second screen. And then you can just dip into it when you're sharing the screen. That's a really, you know, useful thing. If you've got, if you can, if you've got a webcam, great. If you're trying to get a webcam right now in July, uh, good luck on that. But um, it will make a difference. Um, you'll see that a webcam gives you much clearer pictures and much. You'll look much brighter and lighter in a with a webcam. And, uh, you know, also think about having a, you know, virtual background. If you, you know, if you're delivering this from your house, you don't really want to be doing a demo with, you know, your kitchen in the background or your bedroom in the background or, you know, personal photographs necessarily on behind you. So sort out the virtual background. Um, It will, you know, it will, it will add a bit more professionalism to it, I think. And then also as part of your plan, well, how much time have you got? Has it been agreed? You know, have you said, well, I'll do a 20 minute demo? Because if you've told them it's 20 minutes, then you've kind of got to make sure it's suddenly not 40 because they'll start, hang on, I mean, you told me it was 20 minutes. So as with any presentation, you know, get try and work out how, you, how long it's going to be. And it might be that you have to say to them, so I'll, you know, I can do an online demo. It will take uh, 20 to 25 minutes, but then make sure it does. As part of your planning, you're going to need to try and know who's involved um, because... You know, if there's three people involved, you need to do your research, work out who they are. What do you know about them? What do you know about the buying process? So gain as much information as you can before you do the demo, either asking them about it in advance or researching them, usually a combination of the two. And then think about what you what tools you're going to use to deliver your online demo. Are you going to use slides? Are you going to go live on your system? Is it going to be a combination of the two? 
And I think actually a combination of the two is quite good um, because you can put some nice slides in there. You know, okay, make your, make your, don't pop, overpopulate your slides. Just make the slides feel as though it's personal. That's the job of the slides to me in an online demo is making it feel as though it's personal for the people on the receiving end. So yeah, let's get it. Let's get it personal on the on those online uh, slides. And then if you're going to use your system, you know, just check in advance that people will be able to see what you're talking about, because some live demos of systems can look very complicated. If you're going to do a live demo of your product, then work out how that's how that actually works and how that can be seen, because you might not be able to replicate doing a demo in person, doing a demo online. It might have to swap the actual product for a video. But if you've got the product and you can hold it in your hands and you can describe it on online, do that. You know, I think that's a you know no no reason not to do that. So do your plan. Um, think about the structure. Think about the timing. Get all of that in place. That's number three. And then the, the last three bits are all around the delivery, really. The start, the middle, and the end, if you like. Um, so at the start of your demo, uh, online demo, remember, you know, when you, as I said, when you do an in-person demo, you will find yourself having a coffee and there'll be people coming into the room and it all takes a little bit of time, doesn't it? And it's a chance to meet and greet and get a feel for and get yourself set up. What you find with an online demo is that suddenly someone will appear in your waiting room if you're using Zoom, for example, and then you click on, and there they are, and they're live, and they're ready to go. So what I've noticed is that in online meetings and that, they're sort of, so the small talk at the beginning is much less than it would be in person. And I think that's not a bad idea. People have got, you know, tend to think that online activity is shorter than in-person activity. And you need to, you know, transfer that into your demo as well. So make sure that you're ready to go when someone takes over. So you might want to do a bit of meeting and greeting, but don't spend too much time faffing around at the beginning, okay? And the best way of, of avoiding faffing around at the beginning, I think, is sooner rather than later say, well, it's great. So let me explain how this is going to happen, you know, what's going to happen today on this online demo. And then you just tell them what's coming up. And how it's going to work and remind them how long it's going to be. And you, you really want them involved as well. There's nothing worse than sitting there watching an online demo for 20, 25 minutes and not being able to get involved. So I think online you need to be more interactive than in person so that you maintain you because you've no idea what they might be doing. They might have lost interest in you early on. So invite questions. Um you know, get them to, and, and if they, uh, the other thing I would do is make sure if they're not asking you questions, you ask them questions. So be prepared during the demo itself to keep interacting with them. So Frank, what do you think of this so far? Uh, Susan, have you, um, have you got a view on what, you know, have you got anything to say at the moment? Yeah, get them to, and use their names as well. So A, make sure at the beginning, you know, who's on the demo and you've been introduced to them. But then use their names as you're going through, because that will, you know, again, that makes it more personal, keeps them alert as well. Um, so in the middle bit of the presentation of the demo, then you, know, you again, don't make this too long. Make it long enough just to get them really interested. What I tend to have sat, uh, found on online demos that I've sat in on is that people put too much content in the middle of the demo. Um, so be ruthless with your editing. Only include what's really relevant to the occasion. 
this is not about you explaining how all your knowledge. This is about you providing a solution to the people on the demo. So keep it to just what's needed. So when you've put your you know sort of demo together and you're walking through it, practicing it, which is hope, hopefully what you will do, just ask yourself the question, do I need that piece of information? Do I need to show them that? Do I need that extra slide in there maybe? And if it's borderline, take it out. Um, you, you, know, you can do a really good demo uh, without going into too much detail. The detail will follow afterwards. So I always think in the middle of the demo, focus on three key things that are, are reasons why they want to, you know, they should be interested in buying your product or your service. What are the big three benefits they're going to get from this? And keep reminding them throughout the demo of those benefits. And one of the other little tricks that you might want to do is use third-party references. So if you're explaining a particular part of your system or your product, whatever it is, just keep, you know, say, oh, by the way, you know, I'm working with one customer and what they find really useful from this part is this, and this is how they do it. So if you can do that sort of thing as well, that that's, you know, without, you know, without saying who the third party is necessarily, I would, I would tend to not name the third party, but I would, um, you know, include their reference. If you want to name them, maybe you could bring into the, into your demo at some point, a short 30 second uh, testimonial video. They're really powerful and everybody's latching onto them now. So if you can say, well, um, I just I just thought it might be interesting just to break up this demo and, and just uh, have a quick listen to um, to Ted here uh, from XYZ Company talking about how they use this particular part. And then you just play Ted's little 30-second testimonial video. So the middle bit, number five of our six steps, keep it as short as possible as relevant as possible, and focus on those three key benefits. And then there's the end of your demo. And this is, I think, where people often sort of don't do enough uh, thought in what's going to happen. They tend to finish the demo. Thanks very much. Any questions? Okay, right, great. So um, so I'll be in touch. <laughs> and then that's it. So I think the end of your demo is probably the most important part of it. So it's worth really nailing down how this is going to be. If you've said that there'll be a Q&A at the end, then as with any presentation, my recommendation would always be get the Q&A in before you do your final rousing summary, if you like. So you reach a point when you've, you've delivered the core of the, of the demo and then you say, okay, so now is the time for you know, any questions that you might have that you haven't asked so far. And always have a couple of those rhetorical questions up your sleeve, which I'll have mentioned in previous podcasts, so that you can ask, uh, you know, again, at this stage, most people, you know, the question most people ask is, and then ask that question. Do a summary then of the key points, and then agree what happens next. And get the people in the audience to tell you where they're at with their thinking, get them to tell you what their time scale is, get them to tell you who's involved, get them to tell you everything that they're going to do uh, to proceed with this forward. And if they suddenly say, well, let's do a deal now, Trevor, and then, you know, you can be ready for that because you've prepared for that. Because what you don't want to do is if they say, oh, let's do a deal now, Trevor. Can we do a deal now? And then say, oh, well, I don't know. Um, I, uh, I'll need to check. I'll need to go back to the office and ask my manager or something like that. So, you know, that, that is just a brilliant way of losing a sale. Okay, so you need to get your preparation. And if you think there's a chance, well, 
don't even think there's a chance. Always go into any demo prepared for the fact that people might want to buy it there and then. Okay. And if you do need to get agreement with your manager, well, get it in a, you know, get it in advance, you know, say, look, I'm going on this demo. I've got it, you know, I think they're going to buy, they could well buy there and then I need to, I need to do a deal today. So how about this if you're in a negotiation? So you've got to keep that momentum going. So be ready to take that order and be ready to negotiate if that's what you do. I mean, you might not, you might not negotiate on anything. You might just say, no, that's it. We don't negotiate. Um, but you'll have worked that in advance as well, won't you? So there we go. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, there are six little short top tips for doing your online demo. So a quick review, quick review, <laughs> quick summary. So number one was the purpose. Why, what do you want? You know, big question. What do you want the outcome to be? Number two was your preparation. And a lot of that preparation is down to what's going to happen on the, you know, on the demo. What are the concerns, the questions? Get your pricing structure sorted out, what the barriers might be. It's all about trying to second guess what's going to happen and write that follow-up email in advance. Number three is then plan your structure. Now, you know, get the timing. Tell Pete, you know, think about what's how you're going to do it. You're going to use slides, get all your technology in place. And then number four, when you start your delivery, uh, take control and manage the demo. You know, you've got to make sure that that's what you do from the start. And, and expect that there's not going to be a lot of faffing around time at the beginning. In the middle, you know, focus on those three key benefits and make sure that you don't put in stuff that's not relevant and you don't go on too long in the middle bit. Okay, keep the middle bit succinct enough to keep them, you know, to get them really interested. Whatever it takes to get them really interested. And that often means keeping it shorter rather than longer. And then when you do your summing up, uh, get you know, get the final questions out of the way and then nail down exactly what's going to happen next and who's going to do what and when and where they're thinking and who's involved, all that sort of stuff. There we go. Well, I hope that's useful. Um, that was episode 122. Now, if you've found you know, this useful and previous episodes useful and you haven't left a review for me so far, then please do so because that's really useful. It keeps me motivated, if you like, to keep producing these podcasts for you. So you can easily do it on your podcast app. There'll be a thing, you know, just follow down when you're looking at my podcast and there'll be a thing saying write a review and you there's probably a preloaded one, two, three, four or five stars and you click whatever you think is appropriate. And if you leave a comment, that would be fantastic. Now, and if you do need any one-to-one help or company help in any area to do with sales or presentations, then I've rewritten most of my programs. You can check them out at trevorleemedia.co.uk. They're all available in online formats. I've reduced them down so they're much shorter than the traditional in-person ones. So my core sales training products now are run over 90 minutes, not full days and things like that. Uh, over a number of weeks rather than just one hit wonders so yeah i'm very excited about all the all the new stuff that i've got available to you to help you you know grow your sales deliver better pre- presentations and become more successful in business basically so i'm i'm here so give me a shout and what i usually do is i usually say well let's have a 20 minute call on zoom or, or on phone whichever you prefer and let's just suss out whether we think, you know, we're the right fit. Because what I don't want to do is I don't want to work with people who uh, um, they don't think they can work with me and I don't think I can work with them. So it's important that you get that fit right before you commit to anything uh, with me. So uh, I look forward to hearing from you and keep enjoying the podcast. And I'll be back with another episode next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>